Happy New Year, everyone. From the Caribbean. Welcome. On this first day of 2022, we have a very special guest, Jacob Frederick from Dominica. One of the first peoples, original peoples of the Caribbean. Jacob, welcome. Thank you, man. Yeah, welcome. So, give me a little insight into where you started in this life, you know. I know you were part of the Gligli and the creation of that canoe, that yes. traditional canoe that sailed throughout the Caribbean. And, yep. um, give me a little insight into how, we, how, how things look like when you were growing up in Dominica. Okay, well, I was born in 1965 from, <coughs> um, among, among 25 children of my mom, I was in the, the 19th one, and um, out of all these, only four of us in alive, so growing up, I actually raised, it's mostly on my own, my mom and my dad and my granddad, and I went to the, the Saturday primary school, from age five. 15 when I left and from there I did I did some things in woodworking and but I also used my hands a lot in that my growing up I, I do artwork and I did carving chip carvings and then well I went out growing up like that with doing the farming and doing helping my dad in building canoes and stuff like that. So what was it like growing up? Um, we talk about the first peoples um, of the region. Okay, in in in, in, Dom in Dominica, we are the only only country in the Caribbean who has a reservation solely for the for the American people, for the Caribbean people. We, we were normally they were called Caribs, but to this day we have changed this this thing of Caribs because it, this this word came from. The word cannibalist by the Spanish writers who wrote it and said that we were cannibals. Mm. The word carib came from that word. So we have changed that and we have actually changed into Kalinago, take the original name of the people and call ourselves Kalinagos. How do you spell that? And the Kalinagos and, uh, and the Kalinagos uh, came up maybe about the third or fourth migrants from South America. Before us, we had the Sibonis, we had the, the Tainos, we had the, the Lukonos, which they call Arawak, and then the, the Kalinagos came in. And, um, well, on, on Dominica, as I said, we are, we are only, we have uh, 3,700 acres, 0.83 acres of land, comprising of the, all the Carib territory. And traditionally, we were run by a chief. During, during, during my growing up, we had a chief which was actually selected by the people, not by vote, not by vote, but by the people, the assemblage of the, the, the majority of people, the assemblage of the people would agree that, okay, we need this man, that man to be, to be our, our, our leader, and then we had the council. But in 1969, I think before that, number of chiefs came up, but in 1930, we had a very, a very interesting happening in 1930. In the September 19, 1930, when the, the British government 
sent in police officers from the capital Roseau to search for what they call contraband. We did not see it as contraband, we knew it as battery. Because we normally go for island to island trade trading and this is what this was our livelihood. But within that same when when the when the British government saw well they wanted I mean any taxes was going to be paid. And we were not paying any taxes. Up to today we are not paying any, any taxes except if you are a business. But the, the the police came up and then they started setting people's homes and then seizing like rum and tobacco and they were on their way to Marigot, you see, but written at a, 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 a lady's place, the lady is called Matimba. There, the, there, the, I started doing this, the word went around and then the people kept gathering at one point, following them. At that, at that spot, in Saint that's a village where I live, at this lady's home, with her shop, the police went in there and took the contraband, what they call but at the same time, the people were gathered, gathered there at that time because this was one of the, one of the, the most popular, popular places for people to gather to, to buy whatever they wanted, the marshalies or whatever they wanted. So the police decided they wanted to go with it, but this people stopped them. They just actually said, you are not going for good. This is our good and we, we, are, not, we are not smuggling, we are battering. So uh, 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 and ensued, start off and then Two people were shot by the police. One was my uncle, he was shot and killed, and the other, his name was Roy Frederick, and the other one was Miss Dudley John. And two other carriers, three other carriers were shot as well, and unwounded, shot and wounded, but they did not die. So when that happened, the government decided, well, they were going to pick away the, 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 the tradition of, of shifting from the people. They actually disposed of the foes of the tribe of the tribe because that thing was Jolly John, with my good my good uncle, my mother's uncle. And he that from that time on on up to nineteen fifty-eight, where that's when the government came in and decided to install another thing. And that one was done in the very same way by my train of hands, but after a couple of years they decided to turn it into a ballot box. They decided voting by ballot. There was a chief and councillors, six councillors, five councillors and the chief. So that's how I knew I knew we were growing up and uh, the people planted their crops, they, they, they battered around, they, they, they fish a lot. And many canoes, they fish a lot, they, 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 they do farming and that sort of thing, they do basketry, they do Everything that, that was in the in the in the power to, to survive. Up to today they still does it. They still does basketry. Only the canoes are just being uh, getting down a little bit lower along now, but basketry is very very much up and other crafts as well. So what was the the the, the point, the mission of carving that great canoe the Gligli and sailing it throughout the Caribbean? What was the mission? Okay. Yes. To, to begin with, I, we studied something like a, 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 a group, a group of people, young, young and old people, and we, we decided, we said, okay, we want, we want, I had it, I just said, well, and looking at the, 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 the voyage of the people, if it can be done upwards, it can be done, it can be done downwards, 
And it actually, that idea actually came to me when there was, I can't remember where these people were from, but there were a number of people who did Rukano, Rukayaki, who paddled up from sort of, um, I think, Trinidad or somewhere around there, I think it was still Barbados, up, up, the, up the Caribbean and so they, they, were, they, were, they were paddling, there were about four men and one woman. I can remember they came in the territory and I was, I was, I was with the school at that time. And then I, I was talking, they were talking to the children and then I, I heard them say, well, this is what they're doing, and it's an expedition, expedition and they, they're going to, that's what they're doing, starting up, up the island. So it brought me the idea and I said, well, if that can happen, if Europeans can do it, and we, the, the tribal people that did it before, long before they did it, it can be done again, so I want you to do it in reverse. But as it is in, in territory, we when you speak to people, they think, well, oh man, and I talk to people about it, you say, well, I think you can do that when you, you're probably not good in your head, eh? probably a mad boy. But I decided, okay, fine, nobody nobody would, would maybe help you to do it, people love the reason itself. But in 1990, 1995, this guy from Tartola from came down here, a guy called him the Aragon Dicurid, who studied tribal arts in England at, at the University of Anglia, I think it was. And he lived, but he was born in the Caribbean, he was born in South Africa, so he came from the Dominican Republic, as he said, he was looking for the best place to live in his community, in his, in his island. So I met him on a bus from, from the capital of Rosso, and then he, he actually wasn't asking for me, he was asking for my brother. Somebody gave him the name of my brother, who was, who was a former Caribbean chief. So, the chauffeur of the truck told him, okay guy, I, I, his brother is here, but uh, there's one guy, he told the guy about him, he, as an artist, he was to do that artist, but my brother is also an artist, he was with a fender and a, and a carabas cara. But I was the one who did the working, the, the, the carving of the wood. So he said, maybe you don't want to see your brother, maybe you, there's a guy, that guy you want to see, his brother as well. The guy said nothing when he said, and then he talked to him, and I said, okay, fine, I know, I know, I can take you home, you can. So he, he came home, and I would talk about things, art and stuff like that, and how, all it is and cultural traditions and cultures of, of, of our country. And then the next day, I, decided, I just told him about, well, I heard that idea of telling that to down, down to the, down to the island. And that actually struck him. The idea struck to him, and then he said, no, oh, that's something that, that can be done. So he gave me his history of his father was in Africa and studied doing tunnels in the African tribe, and then he had studied as well as African African traditions as well. So we talked about the maybe two years on and then we started corresponding after he went back corresponding and we decided okay let's do it. And he wrote the proposal and then we, we started raising funds for that expedition. And in order that this tunnel was to be built, I had to sit and collect somebody who's knowledgeable of building canoes. My dad knew how to build canoes, but my dad as he says he's, he's kind of old and he could not handle, handle the situation of building such, such a canoe. So we went down to a guy named Talo. Unfortunately, Talo disappeared a couple of years ago, never to be seen again. But the, the canoe was built by him. And the main idea of doing that canoe was to reconnect with the, with the people down the island and to tell them, well, we are still alive because most people in Caribbean, I mean, surprisingly, most people in the Caribbean, down the Caribbean, and some map big down to, to, to trace that to, to um, Guyana. They did not know. I mean, St. Lucia was surprised. St. Lucia was really happy. They did not know that there were, there were these people who were alive. 
there were five people even on a reservation on an island of Dominica. It was very interesting that that was the main idea that I did this stuff, to reconnect with people and so talk with them and see how, be how best we could, we could collaborate together to make the outside world or the, or the, or the media people to know well, I mean, because spreading is that we are alive and we are kicking and we need to be recognized. Because all, most of the time, all our traditions and culture and basic rights are being taken care of us. Even today, that's how it is. We have a reservation, we have a constitution of our own. Constitution was written for us in 1972, like 42 years ago. And there are things in that constitution that has to be changed, and up to this day, not, they have not visited, nobody has visited that, that constitution to say, well, let us, let us, let us organize it to, to, to see if we, are, we can live in the modern day with it. It's just like we're living, we're living 40 years back still. Hmm. We have a chief, chief and councillor still being elected, but the rights of these these authorities, they don't have the authority for anything. Hmm. Everything by done is just done by the government, and what the government says, they, they pick. Because it's obvious, the government pays them. The government pays the chief, he doesn't pay the council, he gives the council a stipend, mm -hmm. the chief pays a salary. Hmm. The chief gets in, in, an emolument, the emolument of his of parliament, parliament to represent the chief. So the chief is the only one with, with that, with that, with that sort of money, that sort of power, but it is, it is, it is the power of right in consistency, there's no right, there's no power, there's some things that is in that that makes you think it has the right, but it has, it has it, it is definitely not. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, so, because, yeah. um, well, in, uh, just leading up to the, remember the Mayan calendar ran out in 2012, and I think the leading up a couple of months before that, the, 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 that time, I had, um, I traveled to Belize, Mexico, El Salvador, Guatemala, and I was spending some time with the Mayan people. And it was very interesting because they had been invisibilized. It, makes some, it all made it sound like it, they were a part of history and no longer existed. And, and when we were speaking, they were like, wow, you know, um, look at, look, look at we, we, we are here. You know, the, the Mayans didn't disappear. Yeah. Um, the, it's not about the, the ruins or the, the, the remnants of the temples and so on. We are right here, flesh and blood, you know? Yep. And um, and we had a little joke too because I asked them about the end of the world with the Mayan calendar in 2012 and they said, man, we sell plenty. We carving and selling plenty calendars, you know? So, God bless. You know, they had we had a good laugh. And I also remember you and I I did a little film called B BC, not before Christ, but before Columbus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you were in, and yep. I we were, we filmed it on the beach in Trinidad in Grand River. And yep. I remember you had actually carved in one day. You had carved the the um, the war club, yep. which you used in the film. Tell me a little bit about that skill and the retention of those. Those um, uh, tra tra traditions, because you had to get. I mean, the thing was a fantastic piece of work, um, of art, you know. And I want to, you know, you did it. You didn't have a book or anything diagram. You did it in one day. So where would you have gotten that skill from, and how would you have been able to to, to finesse it and have it to such a, a an incredible level? Yeah, well, what I did, as I said, I was, I used to carve from very small. I used to draw very small. I'm a good artist. I'm not, I'm not I'm not one of the best, but I think I'm an advocate of, of artistry. I, I, I'm, very, I'm, I'm very creative. And um, 
And then what I did, I studied history. And then in studying history, I found out that the, the, the Petrovich, the, the, the rock carving that, that can be, that, that has designs in, on his on, on rocks. Hmm. And then most of them, what I do on, during all my studies, continue studying about it, I realized they were not actually the cardinals. No, the artifacts as well as the stone on the and the stone axes and the bones and the gemmings were not actually cardinals. They are actually either the Sibonians or, 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 or the Sinos and the Arawak. Because these people were, were, were farmers and they settled down at certain times of, of, of during, during the past century. But the Kalina goes up there, they were, they were nomads, they don't live one place, they were just actually traveling about. So, at the same time, when they came up to the islands, they raided everything. They took men and women from the, from the, from the, from the local girls, Arab people, and they married them, and, and that is why it was said, it is said that they, the European king, they thought, well, these people are speaking two different languages. The men speak a language, and the women speak a language. But the truth about it is that the women spoke the language because these women were local people, Arab people. And the men who were the characters who kept that language for them, and the women spoke the language that they have, and they started to their children, because the children, they were the ones with the children all the time. So now, coming back to the, to the, to the, to the drawings, so I decided now, after looking at some of the textbooks, some of the drawings, the ancient drawings, that based on these motifs, I decided to, to use them into modern carvings with a more with something creative, but not using the very same thing, but based on these motifs, I create my own design for that. The Buddha that I built, this is the work club, it actually that is it, it actually it's a almost oblong piece of also you have this rock with a bone that you have the pointed one and it's a stone to, to actually, actually fight and destroy your, your opponent. So I, I actually started to make this book. It, 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 it's like a replicating, replicating the past into the present. It's like actually continue doing. Oh, for the past, for a couple of years I have not done any cartoons until then, but I have I, I still have, I do still do my design in my book, in my thing, because what I do, I do sculptures as well. So for, the, for the past, from 2008, I've been traveling all, all over the world to do sculptures, because I go to symposiums and they, they, they call me up. They, they email, call me an email and they tell me, okay, send me a proposal, and say, if you, if you, are, you should be qualified to that. Mm -hmm. I went to China in 2008, and I went back to China in 2011, and then I, when I came to Trinidad, I was in Trinidad before that, mm -hmm. I did that. And then I, I did my stuff on Dominica. Then I went, two years ago in 2019, I went to Africa, to, to Egypt, and did something for them there as, the, um, as a, um, a monument, a monument to recognize people that have been killed in wars and, and famines and terrorism and that sort of thing. So, I work on that monument as well. But this motif, like I said, this motif that I use is just based, these designs are just based on motifs of the ancient rock carvings that 
feminine identicaribbean i think and i've also not seen a lot because on my travels but as well as i do i really look for these things and i have this this kind of feeling in me anytime there is it i will find it and i found quite a bit of of of, of artifacts like like and and and, and look at look at look at pots because look at mortars out of stone and a lot of of, of um Clipboard as well. So I have, I have a lot of, of this stuff with me at home, my home. And I I, I actually look for them when I get them. So I'm looking at these things. I went to Grenada, I saw some vessels, I went to some brochures, I saw some vessels, some vessels, some vessels, some kids, you know, Tortola and Virgin Gorda. So it's such a design. So I actually use those designs on, on, on this art, like bringing the, in, bringing the past into the present. That is, that, is the, that is the idea of, of bringing them back. And similar to my brother, my brother did the same thing, but, but my brother, he worked on the gods, the calabashes. His designs that he put on that are masks. And he is one of the best, I think, in the Caribbean, on these matters. Yeah. So what about um, communication? It could be on the internet, it could be physical, it could be by spirit. Um, what kind of connections and contacts and communication do you have with other indigenous peoples in the region and beyond, you know, over the Central America, the, the, so the first Americans, or I would rather say the original peoples of that, that particular land and of course what's now known as Canada and all of that. Do you, do you stay in contact? Do you have communication uh, going? I actually do not have contact with those people, but I know that members of the Caribbean community was gone there. And you guys have gone to study on the program, indigenous programs in Canada. I know people who are was, who was going in conferences as well. But since I'm not actually going to try to do all those things, you know, I, as I say, I'm not, I cannot do everything on my own, so other people have to get involved in the thing. But what I usually do is do what I do best. Is carvings and paintings, and I actually bring that into this in the community. So I actually had workshops with children, teaching them how to how to how to draw, teaching them how to how to paint. Actually, workshops with people, young people making building hammocks. But I went to Guyana in, after the expedition. The big expedition. I went back to Guyana in 2000 and, in 2098, and I did a three months program. In, in, in collaboration with the Walter Ross Museum in Guyana at Iwakishana village in the Rubuni to learn to make hammocks. And I came back, I actually had workshops with, with the, the young people. I have a friend of young people who actually learned to make this hammock. But tragically, it is not being kept. It's not consistent. If, you, if, I, if I would go to there and ask any of the young people that, that did this program, whether they have made a hammock, they have not. Okay. And this is, and this is just a demise that we have in the character. This is really a bad demise that we have. It's just, we start things, we show it out, but it's not consistent. We just don't keep it. Hmm. And that is why the, I think the, the, the traditions are going. We have what we call cultural groups, we have a cross-cultural them. Cultural groups in, 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 on, on the territory. If the only do is dance for the tourists and not for themselves. Hmm. This is something that really bugs me down. 
And I'm looking at them, I'm meeting several of them in front of this group. Then. Well, I was part of the one of the first groups that was formed, the first cultural group that was formed in 1981. It, we went from Dominica and we went to Paris, first and that was in 1981. It was the first cultural group that was formed. And then I left this group when I got married, because of my, of my, of my family. But I'm telling them, why do we have three and four groups of people having the same image of objectives to revive and maintain the tribe culture and tradition. I like them, cut from culture something that is different than tradition. Culture can change every minute of the day, but tradition remains tradition. I'm still asking them, why do we do that? Hmm. And the answer is, it's just like religion. Religion has many religions. Like, I'm telling them, religion is, all the religions are cult. They want to get among members in their congregation, their community, but a culture of our people, we are only the unique, only persons in this hemisphere who are actually there with this tradition to keep. Why do we complete against ourselves? And that is something that actually, is not, for me, it's not all very well for the community, not all very well for the people. The, um, the, the coming, um, climate change realities that are, that are closing in on us very rapidly on the, on the humankind. Um, the original peoples, the first peoples, were inseparable from the landscape, from nature. What are you, how does that affect, you know, what, from what you're seeing, all the only cataclysmic stuff with the, the wildfires and then the flooding and the even the cyclones and tornadoes and so on. Um, Wildfires in winter in Colorado, all kind of stuff. Europe under siege with flooding. How do you feel about that? I mean, in terms of your cosmology, and and, and yeah, you know, you know, you know. We, well, under Mika, we actually are doing good. Because for example, we, on, I mean, the way they, they put us on the spiderosis of this island was something that is very dramatic. Something that they did us more good than harm in a form. And they took us from the shutlands of, of Dominica and they put us on the rugged side, on the eastern rugged side of the island of Dominica. On the hillside, on the ravine side. But at the same time, we, are the, we, are the, we have the safest region on the island for any natural disaster, except for the hurricane. Hmm. But, for example, in 2017, when the hurricane hit Dominica, all the island was, was, was down. But the Kalinago people was one of the first people have actually started doing what they had to do and they were actually one of the first people who actually came back. Came back normal, almost, almost normal in a couple of months. Because this thing about people, they still have that most, although we have lost it a bit, and we do not, we do not, we do not work in clusters again as we used to do. We work much more individually. But when it comes to these type of events, these people, come together and help each other to build back, to help each other to stand back on the feet. And that is the most amazing thing about us. I was not on the island when you have but I, when I came back six months after, I was surprised to see what, what the people had done. And many people who came to Dominica saw it as well. They were surprised as well, like, how did these people survive? Hmm. You know, in all the structures, which were not that, that big structures, those wooden structures of the island. I mean, 
Every board I managed my whole was completely mushed. When I came in, I didn't get another, another board, another, another string of anything on my house. Anything at all. And most people, that was what happened, that's what happened to them. The only people who survived that were the people who blocked houses, the roof went and they, they survived that. Apart from that, everything was done. And the people bounced back to very quickly. Afterwards, the help of the government said, no. Now that the, the thing is, we have this, this environmental thing. And the Minister of Environment, the present Minister of Environment, he is a Kalinayo. He is the representative of the Kalinayo constituency, of the, the, the Kalinayo territory, and the village not of the early political activities. So he is representing these people. He is the Minister of, of, of the Environment. I'm still looking at what he is doing here. He's been in office for a year now. But I would maybe want to see him actually putting down his foot down to actually change this thing. But he's working on something because he wasn't for the government. And he doesn't only represent us as a, as a people. As a, as a people, he represents the Dominic as a, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the environment, as a minister. But Mushipa has come to the to the to the to the, to the thing now to the um, they they take up they take up the copy what is the European. They decided to cut down all our trees when there were bananas, put all bananas up, cut down all our trees and not planting trees back. Hmm. So actually, that depict depict the, the, the soil, and it brings us to a, a situation where people are now fighting among each other for land. Because if I am conserving my part of violence, in prison plants is one, and then you can in as soon as, as possible. And you might not have wisdom. So obviously, after it's degraded, you'll, have, you'll want land to, to survive. You'll want land to plant food for you to survive. And if your food doesn't, doesn't do well, what do your plant as a farmer doesn't do well? You'll try to get to onto on the one the soil that has some, some some moisture, some fertilization of the of natural fertilization in this, so you have any problem. Hmm. But yeah, so what the the, 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 the thing is the I mean, the, and the, the we are not we are not this as a song. We are really but houses are far apart. Far apart. You know, but at this point as you pointed them, it is, it is beginning to come very different than what it was. Hmm. And I think in the near future it's going to be very bad because what the government does, the government builds build, build um, housing schemes and when and I'm telling people when they build a housing scheme and you the first time you do a situation where you are resting and becomes vacant so they can maybe do whatever they want to do and that's what actually happening the, the, the government is building a lot of houses for people now people are getting houses free houses and by the world about any government or, or CDG any government but I'm telling them why it is good it is going to be there is going to be some kind of problem for there's a phenomenon I'm noticing in Trinidad in that um, we had uh, tens of thousands of Venezuelan migrants in the last few years. And um, talk about Taino people, but a lot of them are of Amer so-called Amerindian blood, indigenous first people blood. And it's strange because the... We, People, the things were so decimated that there were no um, full-blooded Caribs, so-called Caribs, left in Trinidad. And these, um, the Venezuelans who came, many of them are, f are first peoples, and they look so. They look, I could see Taino faces among others, and they're in our midst now. So it's a very strange kind of replenishing of, of, um, of the bloodline, you know. 
and it's yes. changed things. It's very interesting, you know, and people doing professions quite visibly. So you're seeing people in public, and I'm watching their face yes. and so on. And, and, and wow, you know, it's like a reemergence of the indigenous peoples. Our mass, eh? Because you can see forty thousand people. Mm. I think, I think, for me, that, that, that sounds great because when I made the, the, the trip to, the, to, 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 to South America, to the Indonesia, that's what I was telling people. Let us move back, let us, stick, let us bring back our tribe together. We forced to that we have to come back, we have to get away from the other and the more towns of the country. Because for example, it's the same. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the tribe's population are negroid. Yeah. And the people will not want to understand that. They think that I'm racist, but no, that is the truth. That is the truth because I made a research, uh, uh, research a couple of years ago. And what I found out was out of in, in Kalinago, at the registry, at the priest, which is registration of baptism and things, records. I went in and I, I did a head count, a function of what happened. Maybe one out of ten, every ten times, there was one under the reservation. Was one of them, only one. Is a, is a full blooded, is a father and mother's type, the other is a half type, one is the mother's type, the other one is a, a black man, or the, 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 the vice versa, you know? Mm -hmm. so, 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 it's just, it's just, it's just a, 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 a mean nothing, I mean, for it, for it to happen, as you say, I'm happy that that can happen in Trinidad, but I would warn these guys in Trinidad that Christian them to this, the, the children and their grandchildren, to encourage them to get, to get, to get married, to get, I mean, <laughs> come on, bring them in. Yeah. Family. You know what I mean? Yeah, so but that would be great. That would be great for me. I would really feel happy for that. But that is happening here. That would be good. That would be a good, a good start. Well, I think it is going to happen organically because um. Many years ago, when I was in the United States and I was on the res and I was moving around with my, um, first people brothers and sisters, and there was that first wave of migrants fleeing war and uh, civil war in El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala and such even and mexico of course and i would see we might be in a neutral place like a mall and i would see them looking we sitting and we watching and these and people crossing paths people who look very much like them but from a completely different space you know from to, from the modern space you know from a different space and i'm seeing that the, the ranks in a way whether it's recognized or not i'm seeing the presence um it's like a, a, a um a tide rising, you know, <clears throat> of of ethnicity and, and 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 indigenous blood, you know. So that's something phenomenal, and that I think yeah. we're going to take a look yeah. at as we kind of yeah. step back and check it. Anyway, we said we'd keep this at thirty six minutes. I know okay. data <laughs> data plans notwithstanding, but brother, I want to say thanks to you. I want to say. Hello. 2022 we're looking for a resurgence put all the blood and bone we're trying to come out with all our power and try to 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 foster and 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 and, and manifest a resurgence of the blood you know the bloodline and yes. saving the planet from it the madness of the self-consumption yes. we take and see and so yes. all this is crucial yes that's, that's very good because we i mean we have the government has put on this that's what
a sense of, 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 of normalcy of, 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 of this type of things that is happening to us. For example, everybody dies off, all the locals die off. But interestingly, when I was born and bred on the Caribbean, on the Caribbean, when I went down the island, I was looking for remnants by my relatives as well. I was thinking of if they came from the south, coming up there, there must have been some remnants of people. And I went down, when I went to, 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 to Guyana, I met this old guy, his name was Fred Frederick. And I'm looking at him and I'm looking at my grandfather and if you look at them, they are just the very same faces. Wow. And he is not to Kalinago. He's a local. And I've and I've been walk, walk, talking with him and you know, and he's been telling me well, maybe it could happen, but he can remember his grandfather talking about some of his parents or his siblings must left them up the island. So, and we had a very strong bond at first sight at just meeting him, we had to, for example, we just meet and we just said, well, that was that bond between us, you know. And I, I went up to the, to, to the group of Nunez, and every four years, I met his name, Frederick, they're all local people. Hmm. So I came back and I've been telling you know, my people down here, well, actually, I've, I haven't changed my, my concept of my, of my way. I think I'm local because I think different, I think different than, than, the, than most of the Canada people. I see things differently. Hmm. And it's something they don't understand in me, but what can I do? It's not my fault. It's just that. <laughs> you know? So, well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the program. Yeah, man, this is just the end of the beginning, and we'll be back with you. And I want to okay. say Happy New Year. We're changing things. And... Thanks for all those joining us. We have people from all over the world now from Saudi Arabia, Egypt, China, um, Russia, of course, the North America, Central America, South America, the Caribbean, of course, Africa, India, and such. So we have a nice little following, bumping up Australia, etc. So we have a little kind of nice little listenership, and I'm really thankful. And I want to say thanks to everyone for supporting the podcast and um, the Caribbean world and, and view. And... It's been great, and I'm really, really blessed and thankful going ahead in this to this new year. Thanks, Jacob. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. We'll, we'll see you again. Yeah, Thank man. You. He loved everybody for me. One love, brother. Yeah, and I'll do that, man. You, you too. Take care. Take care, man. Yep. Happy New Year, everyone. Come on. From the Caribbean. Welcome. On this first day of 2022, we have a very special guest, Jacob Frederick from Dominica. One of the first peoples, original peoples of the Caribbean. Jacob, welcome. Thank you, man. Yeah, welcome. So, give me a little insight into where you started in this life, you know? I know you were part of the Gligli and the creation of that canoe, that yes. traditional canoe that sailed throughout the Caribbean. And, yep. um, give me a little insight into how, we, how, how things looked like when you were growing up in Dominica. Okay, well, I was born in 1955 from um, well, among among 35 children of my mom, I was in the 19th one, and um, 
out of all this, you know, the four alive. So growing up, I actually raised physical emotion on my own, my mom and my dad and my granddad. And I went to the, the Saturday primary school from age five to 15 when I left. And from there, I did, I did some things in woodworking, and, but I also used my hands a lot in that my growing up, I, I do artwork and I did carving, chip carvings. And then, well, I went out growing up like that with the farming and the helping my dad in building carnivals and stuff like that. So what was it like growing up? Um, we talk about the first peoples, um, of the region. Okay, in in in, in, Dom in Dominica, we are the only only country in the Caribbean who has a reservation solely for the for the Amerindian people, for the Caribbean people. We, we were normally they were called the Caribs, but to, to this day we have changed this this thing of Caribs because the, this this word came from the word cannibalist by the Spanish writers who wrote it and said that we were cannibals. Mm -hmm. The word Carib came from that word. So we have changed that and we have actually changed into Kalinago, take the original name of the people and call ourselves Kalinagos. How do you spell that? And the Kalinagos and, uh, and the Kalinagos uh, uh, came up maybe about the third or fourth migrant from South America. Before we had the Sibonis, we had the, the Tainos, we had the, the Lukonos, which they call Arawaks, and then the Kalinagos. And um, well, on on Dominica, as I said, we are we are only we have uh, three thousand seven hundred acres, point eight three acres of land, comprising of the of the Carib territory. And traditionally, we are run by a chief. During 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 my growing up, we had a chief, which was actually selected by the people. Not by vote, not by vote, but by the people, the assemblage of the, 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 the majority of people, the assemblage of the people would agree that, okay, we need this man, that man to be, to be our, our, our leader, and then we had the council. But in 1969, I think before that, number six came up, but in 1930, we had a very, a very interesting happening in 1930. In September 1930, when the the British government sent in police officers from the capital Roswell to search for what they call contraband. We did not see it as contraband, we knew it as battery. Because we normally go for island to island trade trading and this is what this was our livelihood. But within that time when the when the British government saw well they wanted I mean they need taxes is going to be paid. And we were not paying any taxes. Up to today, we are not paying any, any taxes except if you are a business. But the, the, the police came up and then they started searching people's homes and then seizing like rum and tobacco. And they were on their way to marry up this But pretty at a, 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 a lady's place, the lady is called Matsimba. There, the family started doing this. The words went around and then the people stopped gathering at one point, following them. At that, at that spot, in St. Jesus, as it is where I live, at this lady's home, the shop, the police went in there and took the contraband, what they call, 
But at the same time, the people were gathered, gathered there at that time because this was one of the, one of the most popular, popular places for people to gather to, to buy whatever they wanted, the marshalings or whatever they wanted. So the police decided they wanted to go with it, but this people didn't stop them. The people just actually said, you are not going for good. This is our good, and we, we are not, we are not smuggling, we are battering. So, uh, 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 and, and, and food started off, and then two people were shot by the police. One was my uncle, he was shot and killed, and the other, his name was Roy Frederick, and the other one was Miss Dudley John. And two other carriers, three other carriers were shot as well. And unwounded, shot and wounded, but they were dying. So, when that happened, the government decided, well, they're going to take away the, 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 the tradition of, of shifting from the people. They actually disposed of the force of the tribe of the tribe because that thing was John John, with my good my good uncle, my mother's uncle. And he that from that time on on up to nineteen fifty eight where that's when the government came in and decided to install another thing. And that one was done in the very same way by my train of hands, but after a couple of years they decided to turn it into a ballot box. They decided voting by ballot. Council well, there was a chief and councillors, six councillors, five councillors and the chief. So that's how I knew I knew we were growing up and uh, the people planted their crops, they, they, they battered around, they, they, they fish a lot. And many canoes, they fish a lot, they, 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 they do farming and that sort of thing, they do basketry, they do Everything that, that was in the in the in the power to, to survive. Up to today they still does it. They still does basketry. Only the canoes are just being uh, getting down a little bit lower down now, but basketry is very very much up and other crafts as well. So what was the the the, the point, the mission of carving that great canoe the gliggly and sailing it throughout the Caribbean? What was the mission? Okay. Yes. To, to begin with, I, we studied something like a, 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 a group, a group of people, young, young and old people, and we, we decided, we said, okay, we want, we want, I had it, I just said, well, I'm looking at, at the, 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 the voyage of the people, if it can be done upwards, it can be done, it can be done down, downwards, and it actually, that idea actually came to me when there was, I can't remember where these people were from, but there were a number of people who did who canoe, who kayak, who paddled up. Some sort of, um, um, I think, Trinidad or somewhere around there, I think it was still Barbados. Up, up, the, up the Caribbean, and so they, they, were, they, were, they were paddling, there were about four men and one woman. I can remember they came in the Caribbean, and I was, I was, I was with the school at that time. And then I, I was talking, they were talking to the children, and then I, I heard them say, well, this is what they're doing, and this is an expedition, and they, they're going to, that's what they're doing, starting up, up the island. So it brought me the island, and said, well, if that can happen, if Europeans can do it, and we, the tribal people that did it before, long before they did it, it can be done again, so I want you to do it in reverse, but as it is in, in territory, we when you speak to people, they think, well, oh, man, and I talk to people about you, said, well, and I think you can do that when you, you're probably not good in your head, eh? probably a mad boy. But I decided, okay, fine, nobody nobody would, would maybe help you to do it, people love the reason itself. But in 1990, 1995, 
This guy from, from Tatora came down here, a guy called him Aragon Victorid, who studied tribal arts in England at, uh, at the University of Anglia, I think it was. And he lived, but he was born in the Caribbean, he was born in Tatora, so he came on to Dominica looking, as he said, he was looking for the best place to live in his community, in his, in his island. So I met him on a bus from, from the capital of Rosso, and then he, he actually was not asking for me, he was asking for my brother. Somebody gave him the name of my brother, who was, who was a former Caribbean chief. So the chauffeur of the truck told him, okay, guy, I, I, his brother is here, but uh, there's one guy, he told the guy about him, he, as an artist, he was to do that artist. But my brother is also an artist, he was a painter and a, a, a carabacara. But I was the one who was in the carving of the wood. So he said, maybe you don't want to see your brother, maybe there's a guy, that guy you want to see, his brother as well. And the guy said nothing when he said, and then he talked to him, and I said, okay, fine, I know, I know, I can take you home, you can So he we came home, after I talk about things, art and stuff like that, and how, how it is, and traditions, traditions and cultures of, of, of our country. And then, the next day, I, decided, I just told him about, well, I heard that idea of telling us to go down to the island. And that actually struck him. I just talked to him and then he said, no, that's something that, that can be done. So he gave me his history of his father was in Africa and he started doing tunnels in the African tribe and then he had studied as well as African African traditions as well. So we talked about the maybe two years on and then started corresponding after he went back corresponding and we decided, okay, let's do it. And he wrote the proposal and then we, we started making funds for that expedition. And in order that this tunnel was to be built, I had to sit and collect somebody who is knowledgeable of building tunnels. Because my dad knew how to build tunnels, but my dad, as he says, he's kind of old, and he could not handle, handle the situation of building such, such a canoe. So we went down to a guy named Talo. Unfortunately, Talo disappeared a couple years ago, never to be seen again. But the Icon was built by him. And the main idea of doing that canoe was to reconnect with the, with the people down the island and to tell them, well, we are still alive because most people in the Caribbean, I mean, surprisingly, most people in the Caribbean, down the Caribbean, some massive song to, to, to trace that to, to um, Guyana. They did not know. I mean, St. Lucia was surprised. St. Lucia was people did not know that there were these people who were alive. The Kai people even own a reservation on an island of Dominica. It was very interesting that that was the main idea that I did this, just to reconnect with people, just talk with them and see how, be how best we could, we could collaborate together to make the outside world or the, or the, or the media people to know well, I mean, they spreading is that we are alive and we are kicking and we need to be recognized. Because all, most of the time, all our traditions and culture and, and basic rights are being taken care of us. Even today, that's how it is. We have a reservation, we have a constitution of our own. Constitution was written for us in any sense, like 42 years ago. And there are things in that constitution that has to be changed, and up to this day, not, they have not visited, nobody has visited that, that constitution to say, well, let us, let us, let us organize it to, to, to see if we, are, we can live in the modern day with it. It's just like living, living 40 years back still. Hmm. We are a chief. Chief and council are still being elected, but the rights of these these authorities, they don't have the authority for anything. Hmm. Everything by done is just done by the government. And what the government says, they, they take. Because 
It's obvious. Government pays them. Government pays the chief. You have to pay the council, give the council a stipend. Mm-hmm. The chief pays the salary. Mm-hmm. It gets in, in, in the monument, the monument of, his, of his parliament, the parliamentary representation. So the chief is the only one with, with that, with that, with that sort of money, that sort of power. But it is, it is the power of right in the constitution. There's no right. There's no power. There's things that is in there that, that makes you think. It has the right, but it has it definitely not. Hmm. Yeah. But that's interesting so, because, um, well, in uh, just leading up to the, remember the Mayan calendar ran out in 2012, and I think the leading up a couple of months before that, the, the, the that time, I had um, I traveled to Belize, Mexico, um, El Salvador, Guatemala. And I was spending some time with the Mayan people, and it was very interesting because they had been invisibilized. It makes them, it all made it sound like it, they were a part of history and no longer existed. And and when we were speaking, they were like, "Wow, you know, um, look at look, look at we, we we are here, you know." The, the Mayans didn't disappear. Um, the, it's not about the the ruins or the, the the remnants of the temples and so on. We are right here, flesh and blood, you know. Yeah. And um, and we had a little joke too because I asked them about the end of the world with the Mayan calendar in 2012, and they said, "Man, we sell plenty. We carving and selling plenty calendars, you know. So God bless, you know. They had we had a good laugh, and I also remember you and I. I did a little film called B- BC, not before Christ, but before Columbus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you were in, and yep. I we were, we filmed it. On the beach in Trinidad in Grand River, and yeah. I remember you had actually carved in one day. You had carved the the um, the war club, yeah. which you used in the film. Tell me a little bit about that skill and the retention of those those um, uh, tr- 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 traditions because you had to. Get, I mean, the thing was a fantastic piece of work um, of art, you know. And I want to, you know, you did it. You didn't have a book or anything diagram. You did it in one day. So where would you have gotten that skill from, and how would you have been able to to, to finesse it and have it to such a, a, an incredible level? Yeah, well, what I did, as I told you, I was, I used to carve from very small, I used to draw very small. I'm a good artist. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of the best, but I think I'm an artist of, of, of artistry. I, I'm, very, I'm, very, I'm very creative. And, um, and then what I did, I studied history. And then in studying history, I found out that the 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 the, the, the rock carving that, that can be that, that has designs in, on his on, on his rocks. Hmm. And then most of them, what I do on doing all my studies, studying study about it, I realized they were not actually in the cardinal way. No, the artifacts as well as the stone on the and the stone axes and the and the bones and the gems. They're not actually carinables. They're actually either the Sibonis or, or, or the Tainos and the Arawak. Because these people were, were, were farmers and they settled down at certain times of, of, of during, during the, the past century. But the carinables, they were, they were nomads. They don't live one place, they're just actually traveling about. So at the same time, when they came up to the island, they raided everything. They took men and women from the, from the, from the local world, Arab people, 
and they married them and, and that is why it was said it is said that the European Kings we thought well these people are speaking two different languages. The men speak a language and the women speak a language. But the truth about it is that the women spoke the language because these women were local people, Arab people. And the men who were decided to kept that language for them and the women spoke the language that they have and they taught it to their children because the children they were the ones with the children all the time. But now coming back to the, to, 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 the, to the drawings, so I decided now after looking at some of the text of this, some of the, the drawings, the ancient drawings, that based on these motifs, I decided to, to use them into modern carving with a more with something creative but I'm not using the very same thing but based on these motifs I create my own design for that. The Bhutu that I built, this is the, the work club, it's actually that it, it, it actually this square piece of almost oblong piece of also we have this rock with uh, bone that we have the pointed one and it has stone to, to actually actually fight and destroy your, your opponent. So, I I actually started to make this book. It's it, it, it like a replicating, replicating the past into the present. Did I actually continue doing? Oh, for the past, for a couple of years I have not done any cartoons and things, but I have, have, I still have, I do still do my design in my book, in my thing, because what I do, I do sculptures as well. For the, for the past, since 2008, I've been traveling all, all over the world to do sculptures because I go to symposiums and they, they, they call me up. They, they email, call, they email, uh, uh, email and they tell me, okay, send me a proposal and say, if you, if you, are, you could be qualified to that. Mm -hmm. I went to China in 2008. And I went back to China in 2011. And then I, when I came to Trinidad, I was in Trinidad before that. Mm -hmm. I did that. And then I, I did my stuff on Dominica. Then I went, two years ago in 2019, I went to Africa, to, to Egypt, and did something for them there as, the, um, as the, um, a monument, a monument to recognize people that have been killed in wars and, and famines and terrorism and that sort of thing. So I worked on that monument as well. But this motif, like I said, this motif that I use is just based, these designs are just based on motifs of the ancient rock carvings that we found in the Caribbean. I think, and I've, I've seen a lot because on my travels, but as well as I do, I will look for these things. And I have this, this kind of feeling in me, anytime there is it, I will find it. And I've quite a bit of, 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 of artifacts, like, like, and and and, and look at, look at, look at pots, because look at mortars, out of stone, and a lot of, of, of um, clay, pot, clay, clay pots as well. So I have, I have a lot of, of this stuff with me at home, my home, and I, 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 I try to look for them when I get them. So I'm looking at the, at the street, I went to Grenada, I saw some vegetables, I went to some brochures, I saw some vegetables, some vegetables, some kids, you know, Tortola and, 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 and Virgin Gorda. So it's set to this, this, this design. So I actually use those designs on, on, on this art, like bringing the, in, bringing the past into the present. That is, that is, the, that is the idea of, of bringing them back. And similar to my brother, my brother did the same thing, but, but my brother, he worked on the gods, the calabashes. His designs that he put on that are masks. 
and he's one of the best, I think, in the Caribbean on this on this matter. So what about um, communication? It could be on the internet, it could be physical, it could be by spirit. Um, what kind of connections and contacts and communication do you have with other indigenous peoples in the region and beyond, you know, over the Central America, yeah. the, the, so the first Americans, or I would rather say the original peoples of that, that particular land and course what's now known as Canada and all of that do you do you stay in contact do you have communication I, going I actually do not have contact with this people but I know that member of the Caribbean community was gone there and you guys have gone to study on the program indigenous programs in Canada I know people who are was, who was going in conferences as well but since I'm not actually going to try to do all those things, you know. As I say, I'm not, I cannot do everything on my own, so other people have to get involved in the things. But what I usually do is do what I do best, is, 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 is carvings and paintings, and I actually bring that into this in the community. So I actually had workshops with children, teaching them how to, how to, how to draw, teaching them how to, how to paint. I actually had workshops with people, young people making, building hammocks. But I went to Guyana after the expedition, the expedition, I went back to Guyana in, 2000 and in 2098 and I did a three-month program in, in, in collaboration with the Walter Ross Museum in Guyana at Iwakishana village in the Rubuni to learn to make hammocks. And I came back, I actually had workshops with, with the, the young people. I have a friend young people who are still in the league system. But, tragically, it is not being kept. It's not consistent. If, you, if, I, if I would go to there and ask any of the young people that, that did this program, whether they have made a hammock, they have not. Okay. And this, and this is just the demise that we have in the territory. It's really a bad demise that we have. It's just, we start saying, we show it out, but it's not consistent. People just don't keep it. Hmm. And that is why the, I think the, the, the traditions are going. We have what we call cultural groups, we have a post cultural groups in, 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 on, on the territory. It's the only do is dance for the tourists and not for themselves. Hmm. This is something that really bugs me down. And I'm looking at them, I'm meeting several of them from this group. Well, I was part of the one of the first groups that was formed, the first cultural group that was formed. 1981, we went from Dominica and went to Paris, first and that was 1981, and we were the first culture of the And then I left the group when I got married, of my, of my, of my family. But I'm telling them, why do we have three and four groups of people having the same image of objectives to revive and maintain the Caribbean culture and tradition? I like them. For me, culture is something that is different than tradition. Culture can change every minute of the day, but tradition remains tradition. I'm still asking them, why do we do that? Hmm. And the answer is, it's just like religion. Religion has many religions. Like, I'm telling them, religion is, for me, religion is a cult. They want to get more members in their congregation, their community. But a culture of a people, we are only the unique, only persons in this hemisphere who are actually there with this tradition to keep. Why do we complete against ourselves? 
And that is something that actually is not, for me, it's not organized well for the community, not organized well for the people. The, um, the, the coming um, climate change realities that are, that are closing in on us very rapidly on the, on the humankind. Um, the original peoples, the first peoples, were inseparable from the landscape, from nature. What are you? How is that affecting? What from what you're seeing? All the only cataclysmic stuff with the, the wildfires and then the flooding and the even the cyclones and tornadoes and so on. Um, wildfires in winter in Colorado, all kind of stuff. Europe under siege with flooding. How do you feel about that? I mean, in terms of your cosmology and and, and yeah, you know, you know, you know, we well under Mr. We actually are doing good. Because for example, we, on, I mean, the way they, they put us on the cytosis of this island was something that is very dramatic, something that they did us more good than harm in a form. And they took us from the shutlands of, of Dominica and they put us on the rolling side, on the eastern rolling side of the island of Dominica, on the hillside, the ravine side. But at the same time, we are the, we are the, we have the safest region on the island for any natural disaster except for the hurricane. Hmm. But for example, in 2017, when the hurricane hit Dominica, all the island was, was, was down. But the Cardinal Group was one of the first people that actually started doing what they had to do, and they were actually one of the first people who actually came back, came back normal, almost, almost normal. In, a couple of months. Because this thing about people, they still have that most, although we have lost it a bit, and we do not, we do not, we do not work in clusters again as we, as we used to do. We work much more individually. But when it comes to these type of events, the people come together and help each other to build back, to help each other to stand back on the feet. And that is the most amazing thing about us. I was not on the island when the hurricane hit, but I, when I came back six months after, I was surprised to see what, what the people had done. And many people who came to Dominica saw it as well. They were surprised as well as how did they see the survive? Hmm. You know, in all the structures which were not that, that big structures, those wooden structures that they have. And I mean, everybody, I might say my house was completely massive. When I came to Dominica, I, I didn't get another board, another string of anything on my house. Anything at all. And most people, that was what happened, that's what happened to them. The only people who survived that were the people who could block houses, their roof went and they, they survived that bit. Apart from that, everything was done. And the people bounced back to very quickly. Afterwards, the help of the government came in now. Now that the, the thing is, we have this, this environmental thing. And the Minister of Environment, the present Minister of Environment, he is a Kalinagos. He is the representative of the Kalinagos, the Kalinagos, the Kalinagos, the Kalinagos, the Kalinagos, and the village not for the early political activity, so he represents these people, he is the leader of, of, of the environment. I'm still looking at what he is doing here, he's been in office for a year now, but I would maybe want to see him actually putting down his foot down to actually change the thing. But he is working on something because he wasn't served with the government, and he doesn't only represent us as a, as a people, as the as people he represents the Dominica in, 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 in the environment as a minister. But the people has come to the to the to the to the, to the thing now, to the um, 
they, they take up, they take up the coffee what is European. So we decided to cut down all our trees, when there were bananas, put all the bananas up, cut down all our trees, and not planting trees back. Hmm. So actually that depicts the, 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 the soil. And it brings us to a, a situation where people are now fighting among each other for land. Because if I am conserving my part of violin, trees and plants is one, and then you can as soon as, as possible. So you might not have with you. Obviously, after it's degraded, you'll have you'll want plant to, to survive. You'll want plant to plant food for you to survive. And if your food doesn't doesn't do well, what for your plant as a farmer does do well? You try to get you onto on the one soil that has some 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 moisture, some fertilization of the of natural fertilization in this. So you have any problem? Hmm. But yeah. So what the the, 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 the thing is the amenical. And the, the, we are not we are not based as a song. We are villages, but houses are far apart. Far apart. You know, but at this point, as you point to them, it is, it is beginning to come very different than what it was. Hmm. And I think in the near future, it's going to be very bad. Because what the government does, government builds build, um, housing schemes. And when and I'm telling you, when they build a housing scheme and you to trust you into a situation where you are, the rest of the land becomes vacant. So they can maybe do whatever they want to do. And that's what actually happening. The, the, the government is building a lot of houses for people now. People are getting houses, free houses, funded by the World Bank, any government or, or CDB, any government. But I'm telling them why it is good. It is going to be, there is going to be some kind of problem for us in, 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 in the long run. Hmm. This, yeah. the, there's a phenomenon I'm noticing, Trinidad, in that um, we had uh, tens of thousands of venezuelan migrants in the last few years and um you talk about taino people but a lot of them are of Amer so-called amerindian blood indigenous first people blood and it's strange because the people the things were so decimated that there were no f um full-blooded caribs so-called caribs left in trinidad and these um the venezuelans who came many of them are first peoples and they look so they look i could see taino faces among others and they're in our midst now so it's a very strange kind of replenishing of of um of the bloodline you know and it's yeah. changed things it's very interesting you know? and people doing professions quite visibly so you're seeing people in public and i'm watching their face yeah. and so on and, and, and wow you know it's like a reemergence of the indigenous peoples our mass because you must see forty thousand people Mm. I think, I think, uh, for me, that, that, that sounds great because when I made the, the, the trip to, 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 to South America, to the Indonesia, that's what I was telling people. Let us move back, let us, take, let us bring back our tribe together. We force that we have to come back, we have to get away from the other and the most the children. Because for example, tribe territory, it's the same. 99.9% .9 of the tribe's population are neighbors. Yeah. And the people will not want to understand that. They think saying that I'm racist, but no, that is the truth. That is the truth because I made a research, uh, uh, research a couple of years ago. And what I found out was out of in, in Cali Negotiation, at the registry, at the first registration of baptism and things, records. I went in and I, I did a head count, a function of what happened. Maybe one out of ten, every ten child, there was one on the reservation. Was one of them, only one. Is a, is a full-blooded, is a father and mother's tribe, the other is a half-tribe, one is the mother's tribe, the other one is 
black man or the, 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 the vice versa, you know? Mm -hmm. so, 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 so it's just, it's just, it's just a, 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 a mean nothing. I mean, for it, for it to happen, as you say, I'm happy that that can happen in Trinidad. But I would warn these guys in Trinidad that I pushed on them to the, the, the children and their grandchildren. To encourage them to get, to get, to get married. To get, <laughs> I mean, come on, bring them in. Yeah. Family. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, would, that would be great. That would be great for me. And I would really feel happy for that. Well, that is well I think it's gonna happen organically because um many years ago when I was in the United States and I was on the res and I was moving around with my um, first people brothers and sisters and there was that first wave of migrants fleeing war and um, civil war in El Salvador Honduras Guatemala and such even and Mexico of course and I would see we might be in a neutral place like a mall and I would see them looking we sitting and we watching and, these, and people crossing paths people who look very much like them but from a completely different space you know from to, from the modern space you know from a different space and I'm seeing that the, the ranks in a way whether it's recognized or not I'm seeing the presence um, it's like a, 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 um, a tide rising you know <clears throat> of of ethnicity and 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 indigenous blood, you know. So that's something phenomenal, and that I think yeah. we're going to take a look yeah. at as we kind of yeah. step back and check it. Anyway, we said we'd keep this at thirty six minutes. I know okay. data <laughs> data plans notwithstanding, but brother, I want to say thanks to you. I want to say twenty twenty two. We're looking for a resurgence, but all the blood and bone. We're trying to come out with all our power and try to 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 foster and 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 manifest the resurgence of the blood, you know, the bloodline, and yes. saving the planet from it the madness of the self-consumption yes. we take and see. And so, yes. all this is crucial. Yes, that's, that's very good because we, I mean, we have the government has programs to do that. Programs to keep planting children as well. Many Dominicans they are already pushing for really making Dominica become the first climate resilient. Island in the, in, in the world, yeah, and they are saying that happening that that it will take some time, some time. But I think it, if, if people understand the idea and understand what is what is climate change, they try to understand it, they educate themselves. I think that will help in bring back a sense of of of, of normalcy of of of, of this type of things that is happening to us. For example, everybody dies off, all the locals, all the locals, but interestingly. When I was born and bred on the Caribbean, on the Caribbean, when I went down the island, I was looking for remnants by you, my relatives as well. I was thinking of if they, they came from the, from the south, coming up there, there must have been some remnants of people. Mm -hmm. And I went down, when I went to, 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 to Guyana, I met this old guy, his name was Fred Frederick. And I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at my grandfather, and if you look at them, they are just the very same faces. Wow. And he is not to Kalinago. He's a local. And I've been walk, walk, talking with him, and, you know, and he's been telling me, well, maybe it could happen, but he can remember his grandfather talking about some of his parents or his siblings must left him up the island. And we had a very strong bond at first sight that just meeting him, we had just, for, for example, we just meet and we just feel like that was that bond between us, you know. And I, I went up to the, to, to, to the Rupununi as well, and every four years, we 
Yeah, man, this is just the end of the beginning, and we'll be back with you. And I want to okay. I want to say Happy New Year. We're changing things, and thanks for all those joining us. We have people from all over the world now, from Saudi Arabia, Egypt, China, um, Russia. Of course, the North America, Central America, South America, the Caribbean, of course, Africa, India, and such. So we have a nice little following, bumping up Australia, etc. So we have a little kind of nice little listenership, and I'm really thankful. And I want to say thanks to everyone for supporting the podcast and um, the Caribbean world and, and view. And it's been great, and I'm really, really blessed and thankful going ahead in this to this new year. Thanks, Jacob. Yeah man, thank you, thank you for having me man. We'll see you again. Yeah man, he loved everybody for me. One love, brother. Yeah, I'll do that man. You, you too. Take care. Take care man.